0: Hi, this is Paul from UserWords Podcast. Today is going to be a little more of a personal talk about um, mental health and depression. Uh, May is Mental Health Month. And before we get started, we want to just say that that's what we will be covering in this episode. If you or someone you know is dealing with mental health issues such as depression or suicidal, please reach out. Please help them reach out. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available at SuicidePreventionLifeline.org at 1-800-273-8255. That is available via phone call or through their website through web chat. It is available 24-7. It is free and confidential. If you are someone who is helping someone going through this, please go to the website as well. There is some sites on uh, some data on there for you to learn how to help people with, who are going through suicidal thoughts, who are going through depression as well. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. And the website is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. I met Josh through Aaron, actually, because those two had been friends since what?
1: High school? Younger? Mm-hmm. I mean, middle school, I think. It- I think we originally met through, uh, through church. Well, I say yeah. We knew each other at church. I mean, since kindergarten, yes, for sure. Yes, yes. Well, you you went to school with me in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Then left, like mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You just left.
0: I left. I just duh. You dumb. packed your bag and I on was journey. Yeah. Thought you were Bilbo Baggins.
1: Thought he was- <laughs> <laughs> Spot the height. Uh-
0: i forget i said that (laughs) you forgot you said that about the height yeah (laughs) yes you did sir yes you did that i had to go back and i was like where is that i know i have it it's not in my stream deck i need to pull it out so (laughs) because i didn't have time last week to create a new intro because i was out in seattle all week doing uh work fun
1: stuff (laughs) work quote unquote
2: hey conferences work 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 and fun don't necessarily go on the same sentence Hey, you know yeah, huh. when you get to go to a conference, you
0: get to speak at a conference with something completely new. That is fun.
2: Yeah.
1: True.
0: So that say hey, it was beautiful. It was sunny out there the entire time, no rain. Upper sixties, low seventies. Mm. I just enjoyed the weather. Sun, sun, sun. Mm. And I saw that you guys had rain.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lots of yeah. it too.
2: And I laughed
0: at <laughs> you your misfortune it, every and day.
2: Basically snow. Yeah. Although today Oh, yeah. plenty of sunshine. Well, sun, 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 sunshine. There you go.
0: Well, I'm glad we have
2: some sunshine today. It
0: is May the 4th. So may the 4th be with
2: you. I think my favorite thing about today is watching everybody like prep their toys for the summer. So people are popping open their campers, cleaning them out, taping the tarps off their boat, boats, loading them up, cleaning mm-hmm. off their bikes. So, how's your bike cleaning I going? Say, this is all just going to happen after this. <laughs> okay. Maybe. If we have enough time, we should. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And how's <laughs> your uh, camper prep going as
2: well? <laughs> uh, Alex is currently in it right now. He found out that there is a wiring issue. Um, but, like anything, gee, that's not difficult. Gee, you don't say at
0: that cheap of a price there's something
2: wrong with it. Well, I had to fix Pastor Dave's trailer before I took it. Uh, what? His, uh, his ground wire was completely sheared off the trailer from the connector to the trailer. So I had to wire in a new harness. Oh, well. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. You got it working. You got your bike down to Florida. Last thing I wanted to do was get arrested in Georgia for having uh, tail lights flickering and not staying on. I don't want to see what? what. Yeah, that's what the trailer was doing. The lights were flickering. Every you single time arrested. you would hit a bump, it was hopping off the hitch. So it was losing its ground because it was grounding through the hitch I, to the truck. I park. don't care about that part. Why, why were you afraid of getting arrested? Yeah. you have like
0: a warrant down in Georgia or something that we don't know about? Yeah. Tell me about this.
2: You don't have a warrant down in Georgia that we don't know about? Oh, I definitely do not. I've we never don't been, know
1: everything. I've never been to Georgia. Stuff. Oh,
2: no. I was just saying that. Yeah, the because... devil's been out to Georgia. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just referencing somebody who got a super speeder ticket down in uh, Georgia. Oh. oh, yeah. The Enforcer. hmm Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's just... she. Did she drive through Georgia? She drove through part of Georgia. She, thro- okay. she drove she, through Georgia
0: even though she had her super speeder ticket before.
2: Yeah.
0: See, that's the one time you don't want super attached to anything that you do. Nope. <laughs> Is it a speeding ticket? No. It's like, Even and, though it
1: wasn't that bad, anyway.
4: Uh,
0: when you get a two hundred
1: well, no, and fifty dollar ticket, and then you get another two hundred and
2: fifty dollar ticket,
1: yeah. No, I'm saying for how fast she was going, it wouldn't that shouldn't be considered super speeding. Yeah, I guess it seems a little excessive. Uh, it does. It can be whatever. I'm bad, but especially if you're following traffic.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. And man, it it seems like forever since we've actually sat down around the table again. You know, <laughs> it's it, it funny because it's only been it's two funny. weeks, you know, we only did two weeks of pre-record. Oh, wait a minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it, right. It has been, you know, it's <laughs> like, it's only been a week. No,
0: we had two weeks off there. Wow. So it, it, it but it feels like far because we've kind of all been on separate little trips yeah. either for, like I said, for work, for me, for fun, for Josh, or for personal introspection and fun for Aaron.
3: For me. <laughs>
0: yep. That was fun.
1: It was a good time. I like lacrosse.
0: Good. Did you pick up any new uh,
1: knowledge while out there? Did I pick up um, any new numbers? Definitely not.
0: <laughs> he picked <laughs> actually, up no the I numbers did. of
1: some guitars yeah. and how much they cost. I did pick up that. Wow. Um, actually, I I guess there's numbers on this card, but this guy that was singing at this bar that the friends and I went to one uh, Saturday night. Yeah. I took his business card and had his number on it, so I guess I did get a number. I just don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I'm asking if you picked up any knowledge because you're going to need it. What? Oh,
3: no. <laughs> Here, there
0: word of the week.
1: Oh, no. That's why you're going to need it. Uh, I did not pick up <laughs> any knowledge for this kind of stuff. Okay. Uh. In all
2: honesty, you could probably never attain enough knowledge to prepare for something that Paul could throw at you. I'm, you could look at every single. You could learn every single word in the dictionary, and he would find one word not in it. I mean, I have my own language. I make up my own words. Well, this is
1: a word. It didn't even exist in the English language Ugh. until after
0: you were born. So you're older than this word. <laughs> Whoa! So that's kind of cool. All right. Um, oh no! I don't even know how to pronounce this. Hmm. This is how I would pronounce it. I would pronounce it seriology. But here, I'll play it for you. Seriology. Oh, I was right. Seriology. Seriology. Yeah, so what is
1: seriology, sir? It's the study of all cereals. That's a good. And the differences between them and all that. You know, just, yeah. That, that is a, uh, that's a good guess. Sick. What but, is it really? <laughs> it's the study. Hey, I got the study. Of crop circles. Oh, hey! Crops are in cereal, right? There's weed. grains and all. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm almost. So there. you were, you were in the area. You were in the area. I'm shooting in the ballpark. Yeah. So cerealogy, the study of crop circles. Study of crop circles. Yeah. Kind of sounds like fun.
0: Hey, I could get into that. There you go. You could be one of those wackos on the History (laughs) Channel. (laughs) I was was abducted and probed by an alien for hours. (laughs) I got the scars to prove it. And I didn't
1: like it. (laughs) Or did I? (laughs) Just kidding. I wouldn't like that. No,
0: I don't think you (laughs) would. I
1: just just have a feeling you wouldn't, sir. Too many X-File episodes and I don't. mm -mm. What? What's
2: going on, Josh, here? Why? Why can't tomorrow just be a day without rain? Oh, oh my goodness!
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> because that's
1: how. So this is Mother being Nature. recorded
0: May the 4th. Joshy boy wants to go on a little bike trip on May the 5th. Yeah. And he's it being would... sad and pouty now because there's rain.
1: Yep. I mean, <laughs> you could just put on a rain so you can call it good. Okay. I don't have one. <sighs> if only there's a thing called a store that you could go to to buy things. Right. You could get something like just. Rain resistant. Fist up. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs>
3: we'll,
1: we'll, 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 we'll let Josh figure out what he's doing on
0: his own because, wow, yeah. I think he's going to be lost again on the weeds. <laughs> Please don't be lost <laughs> on
1: the weeds again, Josh. <laughs> boy. For a second, I I don't know. I, I totally what? was mishearing what you were saying at first. Yeah. I was not expecting you to say that. What, what do you think I was I don't saying? know. I thought you. Uh, Thought you were gonna be saying he's gonna be lost in well no you said lost in the weed yeah I guess I was just thinking of a different kind different kind of weed yeah huh. he's gonna be lost mentally and
0: you you because have, of
1: the weed you
0: have that type of weed you can get lost mentally yes
1: mm-hmm. so speaking of mental stuff. Yeah, speaking
0: of <laughs> mental stuff. Oh, good transition because you are a pro, sir. Thanks. Uh, we'll get there in a second. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I knew I knew where you were going. You jumped ahead just a second, and and that's kind of my fault. I didn't have a chance since I was on Seattle this week to throw out a rundown because I was busy. Uh, I was speaking at a conference, so yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I, I had a little bit more on my mind than I need to write a rundown. I it was.
1: Dude, I, I, this needs to be your m- number one priority in life. Well, as soon as this starts paying my bills, then yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. That'd be cool.
0: If if this paid my bills, then yes. Fair enough. Um, but I'll right, join you. But right now, my number one priority is the thing that pays my bills, and the thing that took me out to Seattle, which was to speak at a conference, <laughs> so I had to take care <laughs> of that sort of
2: stuff yeah, first sense. while I was out there. Um, he's like giving you like the parent talk right now. So you know what? That's what it sounds like, Josh. Keep yeah. going, Paul. Oh, do you want me to switch to you and give you the no! talk? No,
0: <laughs> hey man, he's the one that's uh 'cause the, I can switch yeah. over to you. Don't worry. I have things that my I can trigger in on right now. And yeah. So Do be, it behave. Do it. You smack <laughs> your lips, I will do it. <laughs> uh But before we get there, uh, and I know what you're going to transition to, I I just want to say officially, as of right now, as of two fifty four p.m., May the fourth, we're at one thousand thirty five downloads. So, Mm. and that's unique Mm. downloads. And Aaron is dabbing. (laughs) Thank you. So thank you very much, everyone who has downloaded. Um, So (laughs) I I, I spent uh, five hours on the plane yesterday figuring out how I was going to uh, set this up without having to bring in a, a nor- another person, basically, to run all the camera stuff.
1: Hot diggity dang. Because
0: if it got too complex, I'd have to bring in a person just for the producer role and, mm. uh, yeah, we could do that, but then that's another
1: person's schedule to juggle. Right. <laughs> mm, <laughs> this is true. We'll so, just, you know what? We'll teach Amy how to do this stuff and then she'll do it.
2: You could try.
1: <laughs> I love how you go, you could try, but then we have to go around her work schedule and well, she's normally not busy today on when we record. Yeah. But one of those days when we have to flip to Saturdays because of other things and she'll be fine.
0: So that's what I'm trying to do without the
1: producer type thing. But oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh,
0: so <clears> that's, <throat> that's why it's like the little thing I found yesterday for like 200 bucks was perfect. But I also would need someone on the phone constantly flipping the camera back and forth. Mm. So uh, it, it worked, but it wouldn't work. Gotcha. You know, if we had a dedicated person to do that, then okay. And right. I'm already monitoring recordings and everything else. I I can't also monitor a camera and talk at the same time. What? Otherwise, you'll hear me go flip left, flip right, flip left, flip right, flip left. You'll be like, what is going on over there? <laughs> so, yes. So I, I, uh, my mental capacity only works so far. And uh, yeah, mm. otherwise, yeah, life goes crazy. But as Aaron was trying to jump to earlier, to uh, 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 kind of jump ahead on uh, where we're going, talking about mental crazy people (laughs) and mental, just mental gymnastics, period. Um, May is Mental Health Month. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, today is May the 4th. You know, everyone's celebrating and
5: there's a
0: lot of people sad because the actor who played Chewbacca just died.
5: Hmm. So,
0: was that Thursday or Friday he died? Yeah, something was, like that. Yeah, I think it was Thursday, if I remember right. I, mm, I think it
1: was Thursday because I
0: think I was up. I was out in the pub crawl for the conference I, when um that news.
1: I probably of, it probably yeah because I think I, I noticed it Friday, but I mean so yeah it was Thursday. Yeah.
0: So you know a lot of people are both sad and remembering and all that, but mm. it's also yeah we it's weird how like there's all these. You know, it's national whatever month. It's national whatever month, and, like, every month seems to be a national something something month.
1: It's always changing, it seems like, except for some of the big ones, I guess. Yeah. Like, Black History Month isn't going to be changing anytime soon. Oh, no. That's always going to be February, and that's good. Right.
0: Um. So, yeah. So, May is National Mental Health Month. I wonder why. I don't why know. There might be a reason. And what that reason is, I don't know. And I, mean, I, I could take a guess, the symbolicness of it being spring and hope spring yeah. eternal was spring and a new chance, a new life, a new beginning, new. So lovely. You know, yeah, that, everything, that might everything's, guess. you know, we're starting to move from that cloudy gray area with snow, you know, since we had snow when I left out to Seattle <laughs> last week, you know, yeah. it had snow last Sunday. Come on, Wisconsin, get it together. Um, right. You know. We're we're moving from that kind of dreary time into more hopefully sunny <laughs> uh, sunny times. You know, yeah. times, times when it's not as
1: bad. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Although the snow is pretty at times,
2: the first snow is pretty, the, and then in afters- all the ugliness, there's still beauty. Yes, as poetry. I right, use oh. that line now.
1: <laughs> who who says that winter has to be ugly? What if some people love winter? and it's so- Well, when you got cars what?
2: driving down a road and the, the white snow goes from white to black slush and a salty mess, I, I, I'd call that ugly. But when it's falling and it's sticking to the trees, I'd call that pretty. And when you're doing donuts in it, I call that beautiful.
3: <laughs>
2: Thank you for the analysis, Josh.
3: <laughs> what
0: makes winter beautiful? What makes winter not so beautiful? So, yeah, uh, so I... In, this was the one time that I kind of hijacked the schedule and didn't give <laughs> Aaron or Josh kind of any say for this month. And I told them it would be just for this year, the first year what, oh. it wouldn't it be. It, we're not going to do this every year because. That Why would get, not? And if you want to, we can, but I mean, <laughs> I it, one part of it, we might do every year, but I mean, it, otherwise it'd get tedious every year. Would it? Yes. Would it? Yes. Unless something major happened, then yes, it would. Um, so, you know, next week, uh, I believe the conversation is kind of how the church has failed, you know, helping people who are dealing with mental illnesses and, yes. and Correct. mental illnesses is, is a wide range of things because that can be anything from depression, bipolar, uh, multiple personality disorder, uh, schizophrenia, <laughs> any of those things. So that that's a wide selection of things. And then we need to talk about the other thing that's
1: happening in May. So, the, oh yeah, yeah. Hello, I'm. Yep, I'm on the same page. <laughs> and Josh, is Josh is kid. not. Even though we just talked about it, <laughs> I know. Oh, oh,
2: oh. The Knights of the Oval.
1: What? The Oval Office. Yep.
2: No, Got no, 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 no. no. That's taken. they yeah, not the it, Knights
1: it of the Oval. Okay. Are we <laughs> at a circle or are
2: we at an oval? Oh, it's not really even this an is oval. None. This is technically is it, This looks like a surfboard. Okay, let's it move on. Because... does not. Like first off,
0: you know what, Aaron? What? When we're done with this, take a picture of this and send it out on Instagram and ask people what they think it <laughs> what? is.
3: Is this a circle or an oval, guy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> or a surfboard? It's still not a surfboard. It, Put a fin on it is That's a surfboard. Thing. No. Uh, no. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> blunt surfboard I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> it also wouldn't float. Hmm. <laughs> Do we know that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Going on. Uh, let's go in shark-infested waters <laughs> oh and put Aaron on it and see what happens. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, 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 I, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> if you're asking, that means you get duct taped to it. You get covered in blood. Ooh. And then we put you upside down in the water. See how long hey, it stays wait, upside whoa, down.
3: Whoa, whoa. The blood was never even in the equation in whoa. the first place. Well, because yeah.
0: if it's a surfboard, then it will should stay like that and be fine.
2: But where did the blood come from? But the it, blood is just asking for the surfboard to get chopped into pieces. Yep. Along with who, who's ever on it. It just adds more fun for me. <laughs> oh, <ha>. Got him. <laughs> That's what you get for volunteering me at first. If we Boy. Just are ever close to being the last few people on the planet, please let me use your gun. No. Because Paul. No. Paul will make it slow on people. I'm going to be out of ammo, bro. <laughs> me and him will have an
1: alliance. Huzzah. <laughs> Dude, I haven't used that word in so long. What? yeah you haven't that's coming back
3: (laughs)
0: there's his his word hey you know what i'll take it Uh, but today we're going to it's a little bit different of a conversation and the idea for this one do you hear how this is it it came about because the fact that there's a lot of stigmatism around mental illness in public i don't know if You've noticed that as much as maybe I have. Or, Probably not. Yeah. You know, it, it seems one of those things where, you know, someone's maybe having a bad day and people are just like, you know what? Get over it. <laughs> you know, what's your problem? Get over it. Just just, just roll with the punches. Well, comes, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, suck it up, buttercup. You know, there there comes a time when you hit, yes, you have to roll with the punches because you can't blame everything on. Of mental illness you know it comes to a certain point where you gotta say i gotta take responsibility for what i've still done here so may is mental health awareness month um and this is, like i said next week we're going to do the whole thing about how the church has maybe not done the best thing to interact with uh and help people that have mental health issues we're going to try to do a, of like a round table of sorts with people who maybe have some mental health issues and then um also the people that support them and come through that, the whole process there. And so that uh, that's going to be towards the end of the month. Some things might get rescheduled or rearranged, just depending on a few things here. But what I thought is because I see a lot of that stigmatism against kind of mental health, where a lot of people just kind of hide, I guess, what that uh, looks like for them, what that means for them. I, I don't know if you saw this on Facebook going around oh probably late last week early this week it was take uh one of your photos you know on facebook and it was just like this little challenge quote-unquote you know that goes around on facebook you know where you go and take a photo where something bad was happening but you posted a picture and made it sound pretty and sound good Mm -hmm. i don't know if you saw anything about Mm -hmm. that no so i saw that you know going around and i was like oh okay that 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 makes sense because we we do that a lot, we use social media to make everything look good, no yeah. matter what you know
1: life's great, you should see how happy I'm doing, all the cool things that I'm doing.
0: you know the person who has maybe been you know cutting themselves is whole, you know hiding their arm and taking a picture of them, like, "Oh, look, me in my flower bed mm-hmm. <laughs> right. life is great, yeah, and, and on the inside, they're dying, right, yeah, you know, and that is unfortunately a reality that we're at we there's a lot of people that do that and um and as you both know for the longest time well you know more i think you've known longer than I think joshy boy ever knew um that i was like that for the longest time because yeah. i think i think it took josh i think it took you by surprise kind of uh when i told you that mm. i got back from the psychiatric hospital think uh-huh. back joshy <laughs> i
2: don't think it necessarily took me by surprise i guess I'd say I'm I've been someone who um was kinda like a hypocrite when it came to the mental illness thing. Um because I didn't really know a whole lot about it and <clears throat> I see that a lot of people would be um struggling. This is something you don't know about. Now you're about to know. Okay. Um I always figure that people with uh who struggled with depression to some form, um, was kinda like a, a suck it up buttercup kind of thing. You know, Uh it's like almost, almost. You know, there are certain people, not, not, not you, but they almost seem to try to milk everything they could. And to me, it was more of, more of like willpower. Is it, is it more? Is it something that's actually wrong, or is it the lack of a willpower in, in someone's uh, own self? And at the time, you know, me also being somebody who has, um, I don't even know if I want to call it ADD anymore. Because I've had some people tell me that ADD is no, there's no such thing as ADD. It's just a mind's rapid response to things around them Mm -hmm. Um, and being, you know, diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, as some people would say, I probably have it. um, My mind just bounces between thoughts. So what I guess, another thing I think a lot of people have a hard time is where do you draw that line to call it a mental illness um, or a mental disorder, whatever you so choose to call it, and where do you call it? you know, you know, draw the line and say it's normal because, um, if in America, it seems like we, Oh, here we go again. No, go on. Go on. Um, I want to hear what everybody has access to health. Not everybody has access to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, those people go un unchecked, you know, we don't know, you know, Joe Blow might not have the funds to buy, um, a health insurance that allows him to check to see if he struggles with some form of depression or anxiety, or uh, 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 maybe uh, what's it called when you have multiple multiple personality disorder? Yeah. You know, Joe Blow might not even be able to see if he has a slight chance of that, but he can still go in and he can um, uh, he can buy a gun. Now, where I'm going with that is the fact of not everybody could know exactly how strong they are mentally. And as I've been doing some uh, research into some different things when it comes to uh, uh, struggles um, and seeing how much the brain actually is responsible for, uh, as you would so call an addiction, um, and learning more of how the brain will, uh, in a sense, work and respond to things, and how it's just—it's just interesting. It's—it's I'm—I'm getting very intrigued with how the brain works. And, um, uh, just how it, it gets hooked to things on the flip, same side. It's also allowed me to, um, understand that, Hey, it can get hooked. It can also be not exactly right. So it can produce too much of stuff and too little of stuff. And, you know, for months, for months, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've been, you know, out of a spot of suck it up buttercup. Um, you know, there's, it's actually a thing. It's actually something that can be genetic and it's, um, it's something that is out of control for, for some people. Yep. Um, and it's just, I'm just, just, just recently with that in the last two months, I'm just starting to really see it. And you're like, Oh, not that it was like something that I was struggling with thinking about before. It's just, it's just becoming even more prevalent to, to my eyes and stuff as I've been doing some digging into stuff like that. Um, well, like I was saying, is I think a I think big thing is everybody sees it as an illness, as a disorder, but it might be more common than what people think. Um, and even with the whole thing, uh, just kind of like a, a parallel side here, sins, you know, mm-hmm. the sins in the church. You know, when somebody says they have a sexual sin or they have an addiction of some sort, everybody in the church goes, <gasps> but chances are there's probably 5, 10, maybe 15, 20, depending on how many people are at the church doing the exact same thing everybody sees it as something bad because nobody speaks up about it because everybody thinks they're the only person doing it. Mm-hmm. And they see how everybody responds when one person comes out about it. And then everybody freaks out and that makes them not want to come out. So in a sense, depression, ADHD, anxiety, um, all the personality disorder, that could be more prevalent in more humans than science even realizes. Um, but I was like, don't jump ahead too much. Yeah. Yeah. No, no,
0: yeah, no, it's, um, it's definitely one of those things that, and, and I've told, I know I've said this many times, it's one of those things where I would not wish it on my worst enemy ever, period. It could be the person in death row. I would still say, I do not wish it on them because
2: this thing sucks. <laughs> and it's always hard to be in a spot where you literally, cause as humans, we're told that we have a right to control everything. We have a right to control mm-hmm. our future. And even as Christians, with believing in in the absolute truth and understanding that we don't need to have control over everything, we don't need it. Um, and anybody who believes in any sort of absolute truth will uh, understand that. And um, I'm speaking absolute truth of you know religiously right. uh, speaking. And you can somebody could be, believe in absolute truth of. Uh, working out like you—you you can't do something with your body, even though you might want to get to a certain point with your body, you just can't do it. And most people are gonna be like, "All right, I can't do it. I don't need to worry about it." Um, but I think big thing is you're so you're so you're told that you have control over your own future, and yet at the same time you can't of certain things. And one of the things is uh a mental disorder. I totally don't know where I was going with that. I was gonna say, where are you going with? I it? don't know. I had it, and then I was like, <laughs> here I'll quick branch here. To to do a parallel thing, and then I just you you lost it. Okay, what were you saying again?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so
0: let's let let's pause and keep going here because maybe you'll catch up when yep. we 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 keep going here. Now that Josh just has a little, uh, tangent line here, tangent with Josh <laughs> one more time. <laughs> um, no, mental illness is uh, it's something that and like. I think I had on the schedule this, like this one be more personal story type deal. And you both have, I think Aaron more so than Josh has walked along this journey with me, uh, just because he's known about, it, I think a little bit longer than Josh. I think
1: I could be wrong, but no, you
2: know, you're about right. I've kind of always known, um, like I was saying, I mean,
1: <clears throat> so i fill you in.
2: No yeah. You would fill right me in. Um, yeah. On on various things. So I but, knew when you were at the, the hospital. If anything, I had a little bit more surprise with him. And I think that was a tipping stone right there for me is, you know, um and this is where I say, you know, this is my mindset, an uneducated mindset. So Okay. Don't take offense to this. Okay. But I did kind of have a thought of sucking up buttercup with you. <laughs> especially <laughs> Um especially when it came time because I just never really understood and I guess it's my fault. And me being completely in the wrong because you would always say that there'd be a certain time frame in your year that you would get sad. And yeah. I'm being completely honest here. I remember looking at Aaron and go, Why? And Aaron was telling me, you know, it's you know, it's the, the loss of your father. And I'm thinking to myself, But that that was so long ago. Yeah. Why why is it still like what so and that's when I say it's kinda of like that suck it up buttercup thing mindset that I had at the time. Um and uh so that's where that. And then when he told me you had to go to the hospital, I was like, oh boy, it's a little, oh, little more serious. <laughs> yeah. it's a little
3: more
1: intense. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: But I will say that there was a huge change once they got you mm-hmm. on this type of medication. <laughs> huge. huge change. He became a lot and more do, and, oh, well, <laughs> well, no, but one, one of the things I remember though, is prior, because right, you were on medication prior to the hospital, right? No. No, you weren't? I wasn't on anything. Okay. I remember, you started to become a very a sharp, you were kind of, you, you, you know, the things you would say and things you would do um, were very like, agitated, really kind of like, you almost wanted to get under someone's skin. No. I'm. I, I, some of the things you would say and how you would approach certain things, that's, yeah. that's kind of how you would, and I remember at one point, I'm just like, uh, I, I think I looked at Aaron. And when I, was this? This was before he got submitted to the hospital. This was oh, a few months before. Um, I was and, thinking now. I, was like, um, the, I remember the enforcer looking at me and saying, oh, what, what, why is Paul being such a jerk? And since we've been you know, friends and stuff, it's it's unraveling this bigger picture on how it's so much intertwined. Oh, yeah. And you could live your life without realizing it. And so it makes me think, you know, what was it? My grandpa, okay? Well, well now, no, some not, people, and I'm just saying mental illnesses in, in general, you could almost live your life not, oh, not even I, realizing I, I definitely realized it, but yeah, go on. Yeah, yes. Um, but like, um, no, this isn't a mental illness, but this is something that impacted the brain. My grandpa, before he was diagnosed with cancer, became a very stubborn, very unpleasant to be around. Mm hmm. And I remember that when I was a kid. And unfortunately, that is a memory I have of him. Um, But it's not the memory that sticks up to me the most. They said that the reason why he became like that is because he had a brain tumor. It was a very big one at the back of the brain. And it's just crazy how much is entangled in itself and how one thing, one little thing here can affect the outcome of this part of the body all the way over here. And since you've been on the pill, you have like, Night and day difference, like he you said, you're uppity.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm stuck you're, up, awesome. Yeah. You're, you're, you
1: know what that means, right? No, the actual what? definition. Wait, I didn't. The we went it's, over this the last recording session. Yeah, oh. it is. It's self-important or arrogant. Yeah, level.
0: that's yeah. what uppity means. <laughs> that's
1: why we
2: were. I, I was kind of ribbing him because he said I was uppity, yeah. and I was like, "You're, you're okay. so uh, uppity, Paul. <laughs> you 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 have more energy." Your 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 thought process. I mean, well, your thought process is still dark. I mean, you can't shake that. Um, but your thought process is just what go on. I want a camera, and I can see exactly what you say when I'm not looking. Anyways, um, <laughs> just just the pill that you're on has really changed who you are in a really good way. Um, and like I was saying, you know, some mental illnesses so you could probably go your whole life and not realize you have it. And then some, in some uh, aspect, I mean, it depends on the severity. I, I, I,
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Um, and, and here's why I wouldn't say that. Um, well, well, So like, let's say it, it was depression. Okay. You know what, what I deal with, you yes. know, you're going to know you have it. Yes. You can hide it very easily from right. others. And yes. that is easy to do because what's the last the last thing I ever wanted what really was for anyone to know that about me. So you put on the happiest face and whatever as best as you can now in public. Mm -hmm. When you're at home though, lights are off. There's no noise. You're laying in bed 24 (laughs) seven. It's not a question of, do you know you're dealing with depression or not? You know, and if you have multiple personalities, I, I obviously I don't have that. So I can't talk about that one, but I know some people who do, they know when, um, you know, their alter egos come out, you know, and they know it because when they're back in control, they don't remember what happened the past three, four, five hours, right? You know, th- this isn't something you know, like, huh, do I maybe have, you know, uh, something that I can't, you know, a tumor somewhere that I can't see because it's asymptomatic. Mental health, unfortunately, is very symptomatic right from the get go, uh, so. Excuse me, just had a burp there. You know, you know how you were saying how you couldn't understand, like, uh, you know, with my dad, you know, dying and everything. You know, I was fourteen. I held his hand as he passed away. That's something traumatic. That's something that's always kind of burned in my brain. And I see that. And and, and I'm saying this now, and I'm not saying I took offense or anything. So don't take so don't take it as that. Don't take it as you're just me, you're just answering. I, I'm that. just I'm yeah. just answering this. So don't take it as oh, Paul's pissed at me right now because I said that. <laughs> All good. Um. You know, so that is burned in my brain. And around that time, honestly, I still have nightmares with that. Hmm. It still impacts me greatly, especially during the fall uh, between the time of his birthday and the day of his death every year. This year was this past year was a lot better, you know, obviously, because I'm on men's now, you know. And before then, it was kind of one of those things of uh, before I was admitted to the hospital, it was one of those things where I thought if I went and sought help. I was being weak or I was being a bad Christian or, you know, I wasn't, I I wasn't trying hard. I wasn't trying hard enough. I wasn't doing the right things. I was like, well, if I'm trying, if I'm sitting here trying to figure this out, trying to fight this, why the hell am I like this? Hmm. For, uh, for the the week or two before um, I went to the hospital, Um, I, I was suicidal. I was planning on overdosing and I sat. In my car, out at a time, so I had access to nothing, and I just sat in my car screaming and crying, knowing, not knowing what to do, hmm. you know. And part of me, you know, like part of me wanted to reach out for help still, but there was that part of me that was just I couldn't because there was that shame associated with it. There was, you know, it. Was, I wouldn't say pride. There was that shame. Like if I, if I reached out, that these people would think less of me. I the logical part of my brain knew that wasn't true. The emotional part though was completely wrapped up in that lie. So, and this is why I say, I wish this on no one ever, you know how you were saying like, well, fuck it up, buttercup type deal. You know, Mm -hmm. if I could have, man, I would have, I really would have, but there was a part of that, that damage, that emotional damage that was just so great that no matter what I tried to do, that wasn't happening. Period. There's also part of that where, and and now I realize this, you know, because I, uh, I went through the whole process and everything. There was nothing I could have done. I physically have a chemical imbalance in my brain. Yeah. Which which I know you're, you've probably learned through some of your studies on that. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you oh, know? But, but
2: it's also through you, yeah. too. Yeah.
0: But, oh. I mean, so I could have tried as much as I could. And then as, whatever I tried, nothing would have helped,
2: you know. this period, you had a chemical imbalance that could not be reversed. Right.
0: And so I was technically, so what they, you know, when I was uh, t- taken into inpatient, uh, I, it was major depressive disorder with suicidal tendencies, ideation is what they call it. tendencies ideation. And, you know, that's when they started me in my meds and got me kind of balanced out because in those first few weeks where I was on my meds, I could not stop moving. It was like a ridiculous brain stimulant. And it, it was bad I, I needed meds to be able to fall asleep at night. my brain would just be so wired from these new meds just, mm. I, I was like I, I, I like it's like I couldn't still no, I couldn't sleep I couldn't <laughs> I needed meds to counteract the other meds so I could actually sleep at night now it's not as bad, and I can actually fall asleep typically without having to take the other meds, but you know I had been dealing with this since I was sixteen alone, mhm, you know. I remember one year um so you know we have uh the winter camp snow camp mm-hmm. every year and one year it would have been probably my junior year yeah it would have been my junior year cuz my senior year is when I did my shoulder so my junior year I was in, in, in this was february so this is outside the time frame where I was normally having a bad time and basically my goal was to go up to camp for whatever reason I was going to go up to camp Come mm-hmm. back home and end it all. That mm-hmm. that was the goal. Weird goal, I know. Mm-hmm. That's not a goal normally normal people have. I going to go to camp and then kill myself. What? <laughs> you, you know that doesn't make sense. Uh, but I went, and I'll be honest. At that time, I really was not. Um, I guess you could say fitting in, interacting, had any really connection with any of the kids in the youth group. None at all. And I remember. what kind of just broke me out of it, at least for that little bit, one guy, Nathaniel Brash, just coming up to me and saying, Hey, what's up? And that's how we became friends. And that's how we started chatting. And
2: that steered me off of that course. of just want to say, screw it all. And that's why they say it's so important that if you have any suicidal thoughts or anything like that, to at least reach out to somebody.
0: But that's the hardest thing in the world Mm -hmm. is to reach out, you know, and so you know, so after that, you know, that junior year of high school, and that, you know, I I continued struggling with that every year, um, and it's been years, and you know, it took until you know I was thirty four, to go, and actually get help for mm-hmm. once. And I remember um, sitting on Xbox chat with one Mr. Johnson, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he brought up the question. He's like, "Do you think maybe it's time you go and get help?" Hmm.
2: Do you remember that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh I do. <laughs> I don't think Aaron really realizes how as much as he might paint himself as a guy who just sticks back and be and is lazy, the amount of important things he has said or done in all of our lives, I don't think he realizes how much he's done.
0: I, I could think I think we can all say that for each other. That's right. True. Yeah. You know, that's better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no, but, no, but that includes
0: you too, sir. That includes you in that list. Then too of yeah. things that you have done, that's important for us. True. And so he asked me that and I, I kind of avoided the question at first. Mm-hmm. At first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then he and, asked it again.
0: Uh, no, I, I, I finally got up the nerve myself to say, I think I need help, mm. you know, on chat. And I kind of left it at that. And, he went into emotion. He didn't know what to do, and I don't. I don't fault him at that.
5: Right.
0: And how many like how many people know what to do when that happens? That's right. a
2: hard thing to know. Well, is it? We're barely trained on how to do CPR at school anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much so, less deal with something like that. So I mean, uh, I so I don't, I
0: don't
1: fault you at all, Aaron, for the, for that, I for for not knowing what to do. Oh, <laughs> the main thing that I think I ended up <clears throat> at one point doing was. Talking to the uh Andy, yeah, yeah, and that's fine because that was, you you, you yeah. didn't
0: know what to do, but you're like hey. you're like, I know someone hey. who might have some better resources right One. Well, and and, yeah, and that's the knowing. right and, and to be honest, that's the right thing to do if you don't know what to do, find someone that does know <laughs> find someone that either does know, um you know, whether that be another adult, uh someone who's gone through it before, mm-hmm. uh a pastor, a teacher uh. Someone in law enforcement, medical personnel, right? You know, you know. And, and I'll say this: like, if you, and this isn't, a, 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 I'm saying you did anything wrong. but I'm just like, like, if you thought I was like in serious uh, condition at that point, oh, you know, like you're like, right. oh, I think you might do this, like now over nah, live, you, <laughs> you know,
1: that would then,
0: you know, at that different. point, you either call nine one one on me or you drive me to the hospital, yeah. you know, because if because. You know, and th- this is back to something that Josh was saying, you know, if someone is suicidal and you get them to not to the emergency room, they will commit them to a psychiatric hospital. They will get them to the help. Yeah. So that that is something that is helpful. Out it, there. It's
2: it's wild to think that um, somebody could want to take their own life. Like, you know, it's, it's one thing to to say, um, yeah, I want to end it. I don't have to worry about this thing happening in my life. But it's another thing to go, I want to take my life. I know you've been in that spot before, Aaron. <laughs> I've been in that spot right. before too. To where you sit there and some traumatic thing has happened in your life and you just would rather be done with it. And you're like, I, I would rather be out of this world. I, I, I don't want to be alive. Anymore. But it's another thing to, to go to the thought process and step saying, I want to take my life. And we're not actually saying that. That's um, not actually us saying that is it not was no. saying it What's the it? imbalance this sin it? in the world the, the temptation the devil besides by besides is, the next, so
0: uh, okay when uh-oh. when i was in that spot
2: mm-hmm.
5: okay
0: it wasn't this is what it was for me i was tired mm-hmm. my soul was tired i was physically tired i was emotionally tired i was beaten down there it felt like there was nothing to live for it felt like no matter what there was no light at the end of that tunnel Mm -hmm. and it was more along the lines of i just want to be done fighting that's what i wanted i wanted to say i'm done fighting i i'm dead energy wise Mm -hmm. why continue and it's a hard it's hard to it's hard to describe that feeling to someone you know who necessarily hasn't been there because it, it's again, it's not something a normal person feels. It's not a normal thought process. I was watching a, a show. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, One day at a time. That's what it's called. One day at a time. It's it's a reboot of the original series. The original series ran in the '80s, and they rebooted it. And um, this new reboot follows, you know, a Puerto Rican family. The mother was uh, an army vet. And she suffered with depression, and she was hiding in front of her family, you know, not doing anything. And one of the episodes that got me is, is she just started, kind of, you know, she was in one of her bad spots where she was just sitting in the room, laying down, lights closed, never getting out of bed, not even, you know, barely going to work, you know. Excuse me. And she was recorded some stuff, and she's like, and she played that recording back for her friend in the show, and the guy's like, you realize this is not. What a healthy brain goes to. A healthy brain does not go to I don't want to be here anymore. A healthy brain does not say life would be better if I was never here. I okay. Yeah, sometimes we say that when we're in a situation where like, oh this situation sucked, it'd be better if I wasn't, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. You know, we we do that once in a while. Okay. Mm -hmm. But this is when you are beyond just saying it for that situation when it's where you feel that as true in your core. And that's a
2: completely and different it's, feeling, and it's not like I was trying to to, to say no anything.
0: I, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it. Okay, and I, I, I'm i not taking anything that either of you are saying as like, oh, you're just trying to make light of it or anything. Okay, it's not something that if you haven't gone through it, it's easy to understand. It's not something that I can easily just say this is what it feels like. Um, there was a YouTube video uh he gave this video to uh who did I give to I think it was Peter. because uh, he was trying to understand it. And mm. it's called uh I believe it's called like the Black Dog. Mm. Uh so if if, if you want to ever see something like that, it that's something that kind of tries to give, you know, that that a feeling of what's like. And really what it comes down to is It's always going to be there. You know, like a dog is always following you around. It's how do you learn to live with it and not let it overshadow you? Mm Because truth be told, I live with this every day. Now, Mm -hmm. I don't live with, I want to kill myself every day. No. (laughs) But I live with the depression where it's real easy for me to slide back into that. And and some days are better than others. Some days I really struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, but thankfully those are few and far between compared to, you know, how it was last year. When I was like, there's no hope left. Why am I still alive? Let's just end it all. And depression really lies to you. It really does. Because it will take any little innocuous thing and blow it up into this big, big thing. Like for the longest time, my brain had itself convinced that I destroyed my relationship with Mr. Johnson over here.
2: I remember that phase. You know?
0: And that's because my brain was taking just these little things that meant nothing. You know, he 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 really meant nothing behind anything. Yeah, but my brain there. just, <laughs> <laughs> but my brain just took it to a whole other level, saying, "Oh, because he said this, that means he hates me." Da 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 da
2: da 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 da. No, I know exactly. I I know exactly that thought process. I think you that know, kind of happens with anybody. <laughs> yeah. Now,
0: and,
2: now your brain, yes, yeah, it, it not, happens. Like, with, a, it happens with everybody, right? But your brain is going to automatically increase the extreme of it.
0: But it doesn't. It, okay, so. Like, when he says something that maybe pisses you off or maybe you misinterpret, right? hmm You just get maybe a little irritated. Okay? Mm. Mm. A, okay, greatly irritated. Yes, there you go. Okay. It was where, like, he would say, oh, I'm busy. My brain immediately, like, took it through all these levels of extremeness, and I'd end up on the floor crying.
2: <laughs> there, There are times where... Um, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. I wouldn't say it's even close to that, But there were times where um, we were going through a rough spot, and he'd be like, "I'll talk to you later," or he's busy or something, and I just had that mm-hmm, feeling mm-hmm. that he was trying to ignore me. Yeah, he just didn't care to, to to have a connection. Take a hike. But yeah, <laughs> but no, like <laughs> I said, well, well, like you said, uh, there's no way for anybody who hasn't gone through it to grasp it, and for most people they stumble into what I would call a uh, an occasional depressing day. Mm. Oh, yeah. That, but now that the thought of having an occasional depressing day every day, all day, and the extreme of that being increased, I can't, I can't, I can't comprehend that. And I don't want to comprehend that. Mm. But at the same time, I wish I could comprehend that. But it was interesting, and it always keeps coming back to my head, you know, just going off of this for everybody who's listening, the speaker from lacrosse and Amy's <gasps> quick note. Oh. And, and one of the things yeah. that she typed up, I didn't, I still haven't, Shame. I still haven't um, mm. read it, but it said, you don't want to have um, a story. Right. And, you know, part of me wants to have it so I can help other people. But at the same time, you don't want that story. You don't want to carry that extra baggage. Yeah. So that's, that's something I always keep telling myself. Um but yeah, no, I, I I can't imagine it. I keep learning more as we all have our uh, our uh, our what's his? How do we phrase his name? Uh, I don't know. Our something friend. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That yeah. sounds bad. It's not something <laughs> friend, <All right>. guys. <laughs> He's our a mutual friend. Mutual yeah. friend. All right. Um, <laughs>
1: <who's>,
2: <laughs> yeah, we got him. Who's? Yeah, uh, you know they were all seeing different things. Right. Um, mm, What yeah. it's it? You can't, it's, it's almost, I would say it should be frowned upon to say, suck it up to a uh, buttercup to somebody who physically can't control something. But that's, I think also the hard, other hard thing when it comes to mental illnesses is because when you watch other people go through these mental illnesses, what is it is actually out of their control? And what is it that's in their control?
0: Yeah, so yeah. one of the things, you know, cause you were saying, you know, sometimes people have like a, a you know, a depressive day or whatever, you know, so a depressive disorder uh, is characterized by at least two weeks or more okay. of that continuously. So having, having a, an,
2: a depressive day isn't, isn't really even abnormal, alone. you know, a, a depressive day,
0: everyone has those, that's, yes. that, that's an yeah. everyday thing. That's, uh. You know, as much as that sucks, <laughs> you know, anyone can have that and still be technically mentally healthy, you know, and we all have those, we have those days where, where for whatever reason we wake up and we are either irritable or we just think the world's out to get us or, you know, whatever. Uh, so, but yes, yeah, so a major depressive episode uh, disorder and that is characterized by at least two weeks or more. Uh, and that's when medical intervention normally starts, you know, getting involved. And usually what they try to do unless you're suicidal is they try to do like uh therapy first, because sometimes with therapy, you can, you know, not everyone is just necessarily uh, uh, a chemical imbalance.
2: I, I think a lot of, a lot of times somebody just needs to talk. I it, think the, fact that of, too. The, the weight of life can be a very big, big burden on one person's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And uh, even if. You know, biblically, it says that Christians are supposed to lean on one another and uh, mm-hmm. express their feelings and um, uh, share things with one another. And Lord, to uh, take the lift off their shoulders because we're not meant to bear the weight of the world. Yep. Oh, so. So, you know. yeah. And I remember,
0: oh, th- those weeks right before I went into the hospital, like I was going to work, but I was barely doing anything, you know, if I'm being honest, because I couldn't concentrate. Like, I couldn't think, period. Like, because my brain was just so wrapped up in everything else that was mm. going on. Um, you know, I wasn't sleeping. So I would maybe go to sleep at 2 a.m., wake up at 5 or 6 a.m. That's not a ton of sleep just because I couldn't fall asleep. And then if I did get to sleep, I couldn't stay asleep. You know, so that doesn't help. Because what happens when you're tired, your brain just starts going crazy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that
0: it does. You know, and if you do that once in a while, that's fine. But if you're doing that for weeks on end.
2: yeah, it was it over vacation um my mom, you know you guys know my mom's been had diabetes for years she's got a lot of nerve damage and stuff. She's on medication that helps her fall asleep.
5: Mhm, uh-huh.
2: it's not working anymore mm she one of the days um she did not fall asleep at all. She stayed awake all night, laying in bed, moving from the bed to the couch, doing things around the the the, the house that we were staying at to try to find some way to put her mind to work and put it back to sleep and kind of, and she couldn't. And it was really interesting is she did the same thing the next day and she slept all the way through the night. Hmm. So I, I hmm. it's just, just something I just wanted to add it in. It was, it was really interesting to see it. It was, unfortunately it's a, it's a reality for her. Um, cause it does impede on some things that she can do, but yeah, watching, the body and chemical imbalances go going to play and it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and this is almost kind
0: of a, it's weird because, you know, the first thing they do is they prescribe it usually an antidepressant if you're depressed, mm-hmm. but some antidepressants can make you more suicidal. Which makes no <laughs> sense.
2: Because you're playing with the chemistry of the brain. It's just And there's no, there's no set formula. Well, there is a set formula. No, but ev- because there's well,
0: different methods and there might be different chemicals involved.
2: So oh, that's, oh, oh, that's where I was giving, going with it is there's like a set formula, like, like, all right, so this pill does this. We just got to mess with the dosage. Right. But, but saying is each human is unique to the point to where you can't you, you use the set formula.
0: Right. Not but everybody. like, like for me, it's the serotonin deficiency for someone else. It might be a different chemical in the brain. Yeah. It might not even be a serotonin. So there, there's even that there's even that difference, which is weird. Um, you know, and then what's funny, I shouldn't say funny, uh, the younger you go, so like teens and young adults up to like 25, their risk for suicide or another major depressive episode due to their antidepressants is great. Like, that's why, like, you you see as one of the side effects of antidepressants, especially when you're younger,
2: is suicide. Hmm.
0: And that sucks that it's like that. But again, it's messing with your brain chemicals and.
2: And correct me if I'm wrong, serotonin um, is the thing that makes you feel good. It's one of the components, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so my
0: brain, my body, was not producing enough. Enough,
2: okay. So I
0: I take a serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which basically keeps my body from reabsorbing it. So that way, all the serotonin my body produces, it just continuously produces more and it's not absorbing the older stuff. So that way, it gets my levels kind of up to
2: a normal person's level. Your body was absorbing the old level. The old. Well, serotonin. my body wasn't
0: producing enough.
2: Okay, because it was absorbing it before your body could use it,
0: or in a sense, yeah. I mean, everyone's body absorbs it, right? This just keeps me from reuptaking it, reabsorbing it. You know, and so depression. I mean, or not depression, suicide. That's the eighth leading cause of death in the U.S. What's mm. what's eighth? Okay,
2: what's number one. I.
0: I don't have that up in front oh. of you right now, but okay. So if that's the eighth. Now it says it's elevated during the first two phases of treatment, which is the first six months of treatment. So that first six months of treatment, you are at a greater risk of suicide than, which is crazy. And then there are factors that increase that even more. If you're greater than 45 years of age, if mm. you're male, you have a, a higher chance of suicide. Mm. Uh, history of suicide or self-injury behavior, family history of suicide, loss, poor health. If you have a detailed plan, I didn't have so much a detailed plan. I just had a plan. I was going to go take every pill in my cabinet. <laughs> I think that was detailed enough. But yeah, you know. But if you have a detailed plan, that that increases your chance. You know, inability to accept help, lack of social support, psychotic. You know, if you have auditory or visual
2: hallucinations, I didn't have any of that. I uh, think, and and. Kind of like one, one thing you said right there, I think it's a big thing. Is social acceptance being able to come out about an issue? It's it's weird. We expect everybody to be perfect, but we can't even come close when we shun somebody for coming out to try to improve themselves. Right, and and it, and it's the one thing. It just kind of the some, hypocrisy of society. Well, some of that, and it, it, uh, some it, of that, I think
0: is. When that happens, and again, I'm I'm going back to what Aaron did, because and I'm not bashing Aaron you at all with this man. He's bashing you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm seriously not. But, you know, when I told Aaron I needed help, he didn't know what to do. No. He, he was young enough where he was like, I, I don't know what I am to do, you know? I, I just know how to hit this button on the controller. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I don't blame him for that. Mm-hmm. How many, like...
2: And we, we know if
0: if you had one of the youth group kids come up to you right now that, you know, you had no idea what's going through this and they're like, I, I want to just end my life, you know, what what's my your... eyes
2: would get big. I look at them and, and I go,
0: thing. you know, yeah. the first reaction is uh, we don't know what to a lot of people don't know what to do. And, yeah. and, that's, and, and that's either because they they're l- maybe a little scared of inner or saying the wrong thing, you know, to that person.
2: I'll be honest. I've always been nervous when you have special needs kids come around. I always get a little nervous because I don't, I don't, I don't know how to handle it. Because I've seen special needs kids, and I've seen people work with them, and I've seen these people when they look at these kids, it's like, boom! Like this person sees this kid and just takes it as their own kid. You know? I mean, it, what do they do? They get paid to work with these kids. Yeah. And you know how they see it. They get paid to get to work with their own kid. um and so me, it's like I just don't know. I, some people just have that natural, you know, they reach their arm across the table, and it's just natural for them. For me, it's like I don't
5: like.
2: Okay, how do I hold my hand out? You know, and it's right. it, to me, it's like what? Well, yeah, I on education, on, education, on uneducated. <laughs> Clearly, you're uneducated. <laughs> Hey, um, I'm, hey like,
0: I'm worse. We've been talking here. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so we don't know, necessarily know how to deal with that. And, you know, I think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I keep saying everywhere, oh, if you want to harm yourself, you know, call this number, call this. That's great. I'm glad we're getting that message out. Okay. But we're not providing any training to people as well about if someone says this or you think they're going to hurt
2: themselves, how do you? What do you do, you know? Yeah, I guess. A, and I I, and, in, I would be more inclined to go to somebody that I trust and know versus call a random person. Yeah, I would be. Now, there might be some other people who would feel like they can't go to anybody. Um, so you got to remember
0: one thing. When you're in that mindset, you're not thinking rationally. Huh. The last person you want to know this about you is someone you know. The last people that you want to ever find out about is people, you know, at least for me, you know, it would it would have been easier for me to pick up the phone, and talk to a stranger
2: than to talk to anyone that I knew. because of the uh, anonymous it was a, aspect of it. Yeah, there was, no, sense. There
0: was no necessary uh, follow up. There was no shame because they didn't know who I was, you know, and, and where my mind was thinking was, OK, if I told like you or Aaron or Andy or Pastor Dave or whatever and what would they then think of me every time I saw them? That's what was going through my head. Again, it wasn't the truth, but that's what was going through my head.
2: The hardest thing is always taking the first step. Yep. Even with addiction, you know, with pornography or, or drugs, you're taking that first step and going towards somebody that you know. Yeah. That's always the hardest thing because that's the only way. And it, 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 it see what, I, what, I, what I'll say is different between those two,
0: between pornography and drugs and depression. Mm-hmm. Pornography, drugs, you may say, oh, it's not really an issue, whatever. But if you're like, oh, I want to get better, you know, you, you go to someone. Depression, it has you in your mind so much that even the concept of going to someone to talk to them about this, it just scares you to death. Mm. Because why would they even care?
2: If I'm, you don't care about yourself, why should they care right. about you?
0: Why am, I, why am I taking that person? Why am I taking Aaron's time? Why am I bugging him? Why would he care about what is going on in my head? I'm just wasting his time. I'm being a bother to him. I am just being annoying to him. That's what goes through the head.
4: Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know.
4: Your turn I, like I don't know. very I
1: don't know. I feel like I'm different, I guess.
0: Well, that that I hope That's... like
1: I said, I hope you never get w- where I was at. Well, not I'm just saying if I were I don't know. When when I've had my moments i didn't know if it was if it was 2 weeks or longer was i don't know what were you saying about oh
2: that that time where you the were time frame yeah you were 2 uh, weeks down
1: that doesn't seem like a lot but i don't know i feel like it. Yeah. i think it's
2: something i think they say 2 weeks cuz at that point it's something to look into right might not be necessarily something that's bad but i mean if you have a lot of bad crap happening to you yeah. There's a chance that you're going to be down for about two weeks. And I think at that point, it's just, you know, something to look into. Hopefully something for you sure. don't train yourself into. But uh, I, uh, oh, hey, there's the crutch words.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Go on. <laughs> um, Gosh, dang it. When I was in, I guess, a down, whenever I was in like a down time, I would much rather talk to one of you guys in that moment
2: than a stranger and here's where i think it's changed because over time we've all come out about things yeah and it's stuff that i've told you guys about me right i was on your floor crying in front of you one night i felt so bad man
3: i thought you were joking the
1: whole i thought you were trying to like make me like get all emotional feel bad because i'm not sharing anything with you Um, i'm just like oh great he's acting and i'm like oh wait
2: He's not
1: He's serious <laughs> he is right now. Yeah, I remember
2: that. He feels so bad. <laughs> at that point, I was like, you know, I need to tell him this, regardless of what happens. And I think we have gotten to the point where we have crossed that line of the fear of what the other person is going to think that it's become easier for us. I, I mean, <sighs> that's 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 not yeah. I'm not saying, you know, just kind of speaking in general here right now. Um, yeah. But, you know, from the things I've told you, from the things I've told Paul, from the things I've told you both, I mean, everything ends up coming up triangle from what we tell each other. Um, it's just, to me, it's become a little bit easier because it's like I've expressed so much dirt. What other dirt right now is there that is going to keep you guys from, you know, wanting to hang out with me? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it... Paul, I took all the money your bake account, by the way. Okay, what? Cool.
3: See? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Because I know how that? to
2: get it back.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I put a
2: a wire transfer from Aaron's to your account. So, okay. What? Anyway, um. But anyways, that. Aaron was
0: saying you you because I found would it rather
1: easier. talk to one of you guys than talk to a stranger. I'm always more afraid to tell a stranger about anything that either anything that I'm struggling with or uh-huh. anything that's personal because I. Don't know how they would act. Like for you guys, I m- might tell myself that you guys would react in a certain way and be like, "Oh, you're freaking idiot, Aaron, you're stupid."
2: Uh, yeah, but we still love your stupidness. Yeah,
1: I yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But and that's where I was getting at is we've yeah. kind of come over the hump of you know that that initial fear of telling each other yeah. stuff.
1: And even but even if I had that fear, I would rather talk to you guys about it. And as we then a stranger because ooh. if it came from a stranger. I just, I guess I
2: wouldn't expect anything good. And for me, I'd say, and this is where I'm saying, and like, like, like you said, Uh we don't know because we have not been in your shoes. So our thought price process might be a little different in that point. But like you were saying, you'd rather talk to us. Me, if I'm not close to somebody, I care about what the heck they think about me. You do? I do. So like people at work, and work yeah. uh, is a little bit different than some some random person on the side of the street. But if there's any chance that I could have a reconnection with that person, I don't want them to think badly about me. I don't want to tell them anything bad about me because I know, I know. Okay, this is gonna for all of you listening. People who are not a follower of Christ, like a true follower of Christ, okay, uh-huh. they tend to hold your past against you. And it, and it I mean, even true followers totally. of Christ can yeah. do the same thing. But it's much easier to work with a true follower of Christ and that's a whole nother series we can get into be um there's a book out there called uh being a fan or follower um and kind of awesome. help you guys understand that more but hmm. somebody on the street is going to hold something over my head much more than one of the guys in the room at the same time the guys in the room with me right now I have told them a whole lot of crap more a whole <laughs> lot of dirt a lot of stuff that will probably never be heard by anybody um but that's just, that's just been, uh, the situation of it. You know, these guys, I know I can tell them and they might have a little lip leak here and there, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it depends on how, like, we, like, like I was saying, I we've said enough to each other. What else could we say yeah. that yeah. tells it us? Is,
0: it, yeah. And see, and again, this is just that whole different mindset. Cause so when I told Aaron, yes, I need help. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Back. In, so I'm backing up to the story yep. here back when that happened on Xbox chat. Uh uh-huh. and he went to Andy. Uh-huh. I could have gone to Andy at any time because mm-hmm. Andy has been through <laughs> this before. But guess what? I never could bring myself to do it. <laughs> Why is that? Again, it was that stupidness in the brain where it's going, I can't tell Andy this. I can't I can't tell him this where I'm at. I can't what is he going to think of me? Why he's going to think I'm a horrible person. He's going to think I'm A horrible Christian. He's going to think I'm not praying enough. You know, that's what was going through my brain. Mm. Your brain does not think logically. There's this. It's almost like there's this fight that was going on in my head: the emotional side and the logical side. The logical side knew what to do, what was right. Yes. The emotional side, though, was far more powerful because it was being powered by fear, and it was overriding. It was overriding that logical part of my brain. The entire time, logically, I knew how Andy was going to react. Emotionally, I didn't. Even though logically I knew Andy's been through this, emotionally I was felt I was going to be rejected, or whatever, and just that shame of maybe even saying it, saying those words. I need help was the hardest phrase I ever had to say. It took me took me a good while in Xbox chat to even
2: respond. say that.
0: <gasps> Because I, I think I I think I think said something like, I need to tell you something or something like that. And it just took me forever until I was just like, I just got to force out those words. Those are words that just don't come out, you know. And Andy, you know, you know, I'm grateful for what he did. But obviously, he didn't know exactly what to do either. You know, he he had a kind of idea, but it, he had a better idea. And he's like, okay, let's get these resources in place. Let's get these things in place. You know, uh, he got Pastor Dave involved. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Dave was like, well, let me make some calls. So he made some calls, got me into the hospital. I went, got my treatment, and I had my Nurse Sarah story. Mm
2: -hmm. I know I told you about
0: Nurse Sarah. I
2: remember Nurse Sarah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So so for Nurse Sarah, it was, so I was just admitted to the hospital. I was just shown my room where there's no, like,
2: corners
0: or there's no hard corners anywhere. The, The door handles are cones, so that way you can't, like, hang a tie or anything. I had to take the shoelaces out of my shoes. <laughs> you know, I kinda I don't know what the movie depicts. Uh, what movie? No, the movies. Oh, I, I haven't watched a ton of movies, but I so like I had no shoelaces. I couldn't have a belt. Um, if I, the shorts I had, had to have the drawstrings cut out. Um, the, the, co- the door handles were all cones. So that way you can tie anything around them. Uh, the beds were kind of like, they weren't even nailed together. They're, they're, they were like a solid piece of wood, so you couldn't like disassemble them and use a piece to hurt yourself or anything. Uh, they did room checks every fifteen minutes every fifteen minutes they were opening up your door, making sure you, you know if you were in the room if you were okay and everything. there was no door to the bathroom uh the piping for the toilets was behind a box to secure them, so you couldn't hurt yourself that way. The sinks uh you had to like hold it down to get some water out, but then again, there was no sharp or hard edges anywhere. The knobs for the shower were, again, cones that you had little grips on to turn. So you know, it it was all designed so you couldn't hurt yourself in that room. You know, I couldn't even have a pen or pencil until I got approval. So <laughs>
2: uh, what would you use?
0: I, I finally got approval to use a pen or pencil, but it was I couldn't use one until...
2: What about a crayon? Can you use a crayon?
0: I, I could use one in the community room when it was open.
2: Ah, uh, but you can use the one in your room. Right. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I guess you can still hurt yourself with a crayon.
0: So, you know, it, it was, I had to get permission to do that. Um, and it was, so I'm in, I, I'm just brought in through impatient. I am, I'm literally rocking back and forth on the edge of my, uh, my mattress. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know what the heck is going on. My brain is fighting one way saying, why am I here? The other part of my brain's going, I kind of need to be here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, Pastor Dave drove me up. So that way I didn't
2: not go. You need to do a U-turn halfway through. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's like, I'm making sure you're getting there. And so, he, you know, he drove me up and I'm thankful for that. And so my I get there and the nurse walks in and she's kind of just going through the paperwork with me. You know, all his nurses do. Okay, what's your name? Birthday? Da-da-da. What medications are you currently taking? Da-da-da-da-da. Okay, here's the recommend, medication recommendations. I'm going to take out the antipsychotics because I don't think you're seeing unicorns right now. You know, that sort of stuff. Um. And she knows I'm not really interacting with her. I'm just going, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. And just kind of rocking back and forth. Then she goes, then she stops. And she goes, I feel like I need, to, God's told me I need to tell you something. She goes, you're not a bad Christian for having depression. And that just floored me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that, I think, was kind of that initial shock I needed to go through the treatment properly. Because at that point, I think my brain was still kind of trying to figure out everything that was going on. How did she
2: know you were a Christian? She didn't. It wasn't anywhere in my paperwork. Did you, your tattoo show in, necklace, or anything?
0: Uh, No. Mm. Because the only one that would be showing would be the music note one at the most.
2: You got the Chiro symbol right there.
0: Yeah, but, but so when I was sitting, yeah. my left side would have been facing her.
2: Ah. So
0: that's not where the tattoo
2: is. Mm. And yeah, that's no coincidence.
0: And well, and that was the thing is she's like, I'm not supposed to be your nurse, but there's a paper mixed up and I ended up being your nurse.
2: Mm. You know, I was like, when you, when you initially told me the story, it sent a chill down my spine. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And, you know, and she's a, she is uh, on the worship team at her church and, Mm. you know, and she recently started, she works at the psychiatric hospital and she recently started on antidepressants as well before, you know, I got there you know so she's telling me this from her side as well oh, that that kind of eased me into a little of everything mm-hmm. but that that was definitely one of those okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like that moment where suddenly all that fear all that anxiety is just gone mm.
0: it, it was you know there was still some but it was definitely not as bad
5: bad yeah.
0: um and it yeah it could have been a lot worse i will say that <laughs> mhm um, and i'm glad it was not and there are, hmm. that definitely became a very interesting day. Yeah. And I will say this, and I've told um, our mutual friend this post inpatient, uh, up until now, it's the hardest I've had to work at something. Cause this isn't a thing where you just go to inpatient and outpatient and take your meds. Mm-hmm. Meds is only about 20%. The rest of that, you have to work on it every day. There was a lot of things I learned in inpatient and one-on-one therapy and outpatient that I still have to mindfully put into practice daily. Yeah, and anyone who goes out for treatment, they have to remember this is going to be something that's just going to be every day. Doesn't uh, you go into the hospital one time deal thing. Unfortunately, it's a daily mental discipline. But I mean, you know, now I'm on the other side. I've it's been about a little, yeah, about a year now. You know, because it was. Uh, end of February, end of I'm sorry, end of January when I went into the hospital last year. So now, now it's been mm. a, a, you know, a, few, a, a year and a couple months here now, and things are on the up right now. Now, that being said, in about eight years, I'm probably going to have a bad time again. And the reason I say that is typically these meds only are effective for about 10 years.
2: And then your body adapts to it?
0: Yep. And then I got to switch to another med. Hmm. But in order for me to switch to med, most of the time, I have to come off this med. And uh, talking with Andy, like Andy, he had bad withdrawal symptoms.
2: Yeah, it takes. I think it takes about ninety days from the day you stop taking some sort of through the mouth medication yeah. for it to be out of your system to the point where it's not affecting you anymore. Yeah,
0: and where it takes like six weeks to become fully effective mm-hmm. to begin with, which by the way, really sucks. <laughs> When you're trying to get better and you're like, well, this is only partially effective, and that partially effective, I can't sit still and fall asleep. Yeah. You know, and so I'm like, well, what's this going to be when it's fully effective at six weeks? Oh. But yeah, so I'll have to go probably about eight years through withdrawal symptoms to get off this current med and go on to a new med. Yeah. That's not going to be fun. Because during that time, guess what? I'm probably going to be a mental wreck.
2: (laughs) But you got Aaron and I. We're Maybe. all now actually, you probably will have to be taking medication you just for being know. friends with us. <laughs>
5: <No>.
1: <laughs> <Right? Yeah. laughs>
2: for real, you don't know if we'll
1: be here in eight to ten years. Well, you don't know that if AOC's prediction is right, the earth will end in ten years. So, oh, yeah. well, there's that. yeah, that's
2: what they said back in 2012, that's what <laughs> they said back in like 2000. we we're, we're,
0: we're not, not going to talk about that right now. Um. Uh, that that year, gold keeps changing depending on the, what candidate and what politician <laughs> size it
2: is. It's, it's a different year every time. And what, uh, what what countries country's them what? And- yep.
0: So here, what uh, and this is a song Aaron probably knows. Um, I'm not going to play it, obviously, because that mm, would be a copyright no. strike. Um, and the podcast host would not allow me to be able to do that. So what um, <laughs> this, this <laughs> is... <laughs> Uh, uh, some mm-hmm. lyrics I shared with Andy, and this honestly, I said this is kind of what is going through my head at this time. You know, as me and him were sitting like at a, a Panera, was it, it? No, it was at oh, Pop Ellie's. We we're sitting at Pop Ellie's. Hot. He took me to lunch. Um Wait, Andy?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, this was that Sunday after you said, hey, um, you need to talk with Paul. Talk- this is, <laughs> this was that Sunday afterwards. So he, he he took me to lunch mm-hmm. at uh, Pop Belly, and he he was trying to get what, what was going through my head at that time. This was obviously before I went to the hospital, and I I pulled up the the lyrics to the song, and I said, "This is what's going through my head right now." What are you going
1: to for? Tenth um, Avenue North.
0: No, no.
1: Ooh, what is it? Uh, maybe when you recognize.
0: The lyrics, you'll recognize this. I said, you might recognize them. Yeah. Because we've seen them in concert together. Uh, the lyrics. Uh, wonder what I've got under doubt more than not. Wonder why I can't amend my constitution. Wonder who I am becoming a bad person. Wonder if I can find a good solution. Have I effed up my head with all the books that I read? Was I too hungry for the truth to find you? Wonder why I've lost my wonder. Why the ship is going under. Why? Wonder why I've lost all my wonder. Why the Night has got my number. Wonder why the wonder has died in me. Do you know mm-hmm. who that is?
1: Jeez. I mean, I'm going to guess classic crime. Yep.
0: Take yeah. a guess what the name of the song is called. Wonder? You're correct. <laughs> it's <laughs> off of uh, How to Be Human. Now, which
1: one is that, though? Is that the most recent yep, one? Yep, that's okay. the most recent one that has like the... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. and mm-hmm.
0: No, yeah, no.
1: Yeah, no. Only in America,
0: yeah, yeah. only in Wisconsin, does that mean yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, you know, um, and, and I gave that to him and I was like, this is pretty much what m- is in my head. Uh right. and it, it was this part here that really caught my attention, this course too. And I've seen good people die while I've been barely alive and I can't live another minute if I'm in it just to live a lie.
1: Oh, wow. Ugh.
0: And, you know, and that's where I kind of was feeling at in my head at that time. I was like, I'm barely here. You know, I'm going to work and barely doing anything. Yeah. Like. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't do
1: anything. It was just,
0: it yeah. would have been better if I would have stayed at home, but then I wouldn't have had, to, then I would have had to PTO day and.
1: Right. Yeah. All that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it was just like, and I remember, you know, during that week, Andy, the entire time was just kind of pinging me through the day. He's like, Hey, hey how's hey. it going? How's it going? You know, what's going on? Da, da, da. And I was done. I was like, you know what? Right now it sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I cannot do this.
1: And. I'm gonna be blunt about it. Yeah. And. It, it
0: thankfully that state of being was only about a week before went into
1: El Hospital. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, so
5: yeah.
1: uh, um, I was gonna say I don't know, talk about this earlier. Yeah. But um, I guess for me, uh, the whole, uh, yeah, I w- I definitely wouldn't say I have any mental problems. I guess. I mean, granted, I think. For the long, the longest period of time, I feel like I've been in a, I don't know. I was described as like a slump or just downtime. Mm-hmm. I guess I've, I've probably hit the two week, maybe a little more mark. Okay. I guess. I guess the hard part is saying if it consistently down like throughout the two weeks. Yeah,
0: and and most people will have like you know a week or so where they're just having a bad week and that.
1: Oh well, no, yeah, yeah. there's that, but like. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, What? What was it? I I, I. I think for me, it's not... I, at times... I feel like... I guess this is the more recent times when I was in the spot. Okay. And what I've told you guys before. But for me, I would rather take myself out... You know, take myself out and out of the world or whatever. So that whatever i have i can disperse to my friends and i feel like that would be a better way of me <laughs> exiting well that but i feel like i would do more help to people by well, ending you have your my... motorcycle yeah, it's just you yes just <laughs> oh, okay <All> right. <laughs> well, you just <laughs> answer my <laughs> question then <laughs> but well, like i would rather gosh this sounds weird i yeah, i guess i would rather kill myself and give all i can to anybody that i know Well. To help them out. And I feel like that would do better than anything I could do while I'm here. Because. Because. I I guess like for me. I get so scared to try and help out. Like if I know something's wrong with somebody. Uh huh. I want to help. But then I'm like. Well what if I do this. And it just backfires. Or I, I seem like. I don't know. Just some either freaky person or something. Bad where everything just goes south and I screw everything up and then I make it worse. So I feel like anything that I would try to do, I always assume it's going to end terrible as opposed if I don't help out and let somebody else help out and make sure it goes well. (laughs) That makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yep. So uh, two parts on that. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Part one, imposter syndrome.
1: Oh yes. Okay. So, yes. So that, yes.
0: That, that's part one.
1: I, I do remember. This. Yeah.
0: Uh part two. And and this is kind of the important part. Yeah.
1: Now, <laughs> What's the important part?
0: That that's your stupid. that that's why I call my st- the stupid brain kicking in. Yeah. You know, where it's like, well, they'll be better off without me because someone else can handle it then. Oh, or yeah. they'll be better off without me because now they have my resources and my money and I'm no longer a problem for them. So, yes. it's imposter syndrome was stupid brain, yeah. <laughs> and that stupid brain, that is the biggest lie my brain has ever tried to tell me from that depression, mm-hmm. you know. And and I will say this, it's not true. We need oh. we need you, sir, yeah. more than we need your money the, or your buy anything
1: that I can. We, we need you. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say if it, I
1: weren't here, then but, but besides
2: you right. giving up all of your material possessions because yeah. that's that's what, what you're talking about you're saying that material possessions will help us um yeah what about the people that are homeless they still bring joy to people on the streets they don't oh, they care do. about all the material possessions they just yeah. want to uh, play the guitar or uh their dog you know does tricks or something so i mean it's like no seriously they just like being with people they don't care about material possessions so and also speaking from a religious perspective too. Well. You're what'd you come into the world with? And, oh, well, he meant nothing. Your
0: birthday suit. <laughs> oh. yeah.
2: You came into the world oh. with
0: nothing.
2: Your mom did not pop <laughs> okay, well. a um a Harley Super Glide out from ooh between her legs ooh. with you. So ouch.
3: <laughs>
2: that's not going with you, even though especially <laughs> you don't have it anymore. <laughs>
3: oh, man. But anyways,
2: wow, you're crazy. leaving so. Your material possessions aren't going to help us any more than you. No, yeah. So you're going to help us better than your your material possessions. And
0: I'd say that for anyone listening as well, you know, if you're Mm -hmm. at that point where it's like, well, I'm being a bother to someone, it'd be better off for them. They'd be happier if I was gone. I'm going to tell you what, that is a lie. (laughs) That is a pure lie from someone who's been there before.
2: And And I was going to say, I would rather be on this planet with someone i absolutely despise than be alone. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. So, I yeah,
1: uh, I can, I yeah, uh, I feel you yeah on that. No. I, I mean, cuz
2: cuz we are also wired to be connected and you know? all. I I no, humans are designed to be intertwined with different people uh being social. And so, especially when you put yourself in an isolation isolation situation, you're more prone for things to come up just wouldn't be as fun. Right. Yeah, or as enjoyable.
1: But also, for me personally, I would say, yeah, a big part of any, I guess, slump I get into, I for me, I think it has to do more with a spiritual, I think, Mm -hmm. battle more spiritual slump. Yeah, because I know. I guess I don't know. No, that does impact it. It, That is a no. Yeah, it does. I'm just I'm trying to think because there'll be times like. Recently, I've been listening to those sermons that by that guy a lot by the pastor a lot. That those sermons by that guy by that pastor,
2: Pastor Sheen, Sheen from, Sean. Sh- no Sheen
0: Shane. What, Shane. what What's the name of the church? The Sheen, guy? Sean Shane.
2: First, First Free
0: Church First Free, yeah. of Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Well, yeah, on Alaska, on Alaska. Is okay, there, yeah. Just 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 so that way, people aren't like, "Who? What? <laughs> Who's this guy?" Huh? Okay, go on.
1: So, like, no. As I've been listening to, like, it's I guess as I've been more time either in the word and spending more time worshiping and you know talking with God in prayer and just anything interacting with him and learning just the better i honestly do feel and then i mean i'll get to a point where i guess i will start getting the things that you know that would be uh bad or you know just not of God sinning mm-hmm. and like just put the fun i guess when you, you know drinking yeah going out with you know a few people and stuff like that, I'd be like, oh, probably you know a couple times where it's like you know you wanna keep going, have fun and enjoy the alcohol and what it can do, uh, so then I'll start to get into like this mindset where I wanna just enjoy life, party it up, and do what I want, but then, as soon as I start to get down on that route, the more and more crappy I personally start to feel, yeah, and then something happens. I get smacked up on the head or <laughs> the Holy two by four comes in, like, hey, knock it off. And then I'm just like, wait a minute. uh, and then kind of go back on the other route. It's just not wanting to go back and forth as much. I want
2: to be, you know, more. And I, I have consistent. that, the same feeling is that spiritual up and down. And just, just that alone is draining. Cause it's like, you get here, you get, you get on this high and then you're back down on the the valley. And it's like, now you got to climb that mountain again. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's like, why can't you just stay? Like, why can't you jump off the peak and fly to the next peak? Because there are people <laughs> out there that literally that's
0: what it looks like. They can fly like from peak well, to peak. Well, that's to peak. what it looks like. You don't know what's really going on in their exactly. own personal and, and I'll say this, you know, some, there is a lot of, you know, this thing where it is related to, you know, maybe some, like you were saying, like the spiritual battle, spiritual life stuff. Um, and, and that, and that happening, and that's, and that's going to be true, you know, and, and uh, this sounds horrible, but I'll say it this way because it makes the most sense. I hope that's the case for you where that, that it's only related to that
1: and where, right.
0: and where that's kind of like your wake up call to say, Hey, you're doing something no, 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 bad, bad Johnson, you know, and get you back in the right, the right place. And then yeah. your brain kind of realigns. It sounds bad in that I'm saying I want you to have that. I want feedback. you to go through that horrible thing. <laughs> but, but I'm glad also at the, the same crap. time because then if you that's able to correct itself without medication therapy and that, oh, mm. it is so much more Great. nicer than
1: um, yeah. Oh no, I'm having to go through all of that. And, oh, and,
0: and don't get me wrong, I don't regret going through any of it. It no. It, at first, it's at it's first it's, yes. It's at hard. first yes, it was like. It, it was almost like shameful at first, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, I yeah I can see that. And I mean, that would be the one thing that I guess I would stop me from telling you guys about anything that's going wrong. I don't want them to admit I'm doing stuff wrong, but it's yeah. I guess the, I wouldn't say for me it's not the whole shameful part of it. It's just like I don't want them to think that something's going on with me. I'm fine. I got it all together. No, obviously. So the, the, you the, the, all know better that I don't have it all together. <laughs> so, so the pride thing—that yeah. is what you're saying. For me, it would be more pride yeah. than shame. But, but depending, it, I guess, depending on what the thing I, I, was, but they're two
0: sides of the same coin.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. Yeah. So uh, that's why it's like you know when I was just saying, the, when I said the shame thing, that's also part of the pride thing. You know. Yeah. yeah so that's what it, I said yeah. two sides of the same coin, same thing, and
1: same, same but different. Exactly. But. <laughs> that's just where it is.
0: So. Any other thoughts from either of you yeah. two? Yes. Okay.
1: What are your thoughts? I don't know. We already kind of talked about it, but it was the whole, I guess, drawing the line of where does someone actually have a mental illness or uh, they just kind of, because I feel like so many people now, it's it happens more where people are like, oh, you know, I, I have depression.
2: or They milk the system. Yeah, no. yeah,
1: and I feel like it's become something that's more, and because when you say there's people that are like you know, uh, what, what 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 did you say? where they're saying suck it up, Buttercup, kind yep. of thing. Yeah, what was that? Is I don't remember the word you used to say that. Anywho, but like, there's more people that are when they hear about these people, they're just like, ah, oh, I'm going through this, 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 that, and that, and just like suck it up. I feel like I heard, I well, I don't know. I feel like I see a lot more people are sympathetic. Two people's situation. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I... but this is just—I mean, this is just what I have seen. I haven't gone out to look and see how people, right. react, or you know how the majority of people react to those kinds of situations. Yeah. That's just stuff I see. Yeah. But that's also with the people that I know, and I know, majority of the people I know wouldn't be like, "Oh, get over yourself, move on." Yeah,
0: and, and you know, like I will be very sympathetic towards. Someone, especially going, having gone through this stuff and going through this stuff, yeah, you know. But at the same time, it's not a. It it gets to a point where yes, you know, you're kind of living with something, but it's not a self diagnosed thing. At some point, you have to go to a doctor and have it checked out, which sucks because that again means you have to go to a doctor and admit to someone that you're
1: going through something, and that
3: sucks.
1: And yeah, I, I guess yeah, I wish people wouldn't for the people that would, I guess. Make you feel bad for something like that that you're going through. That is really frustrating. Yeah. Because it's like, why? I don't know. Why would you not want to help somebody feel better than just to tell them to, you know, Cause, bite the bullet, get over it? Mm-hmm. You weak person. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, I just and, don't understand why you would want to make somebody feel even worse about what's going and on. I,
0: and I will say this there is a point where, like, even if some after someone's been diagnosed, where if they're either milking it, you know, oh, you know yeah. they're going through treatment, they're getting meds, yeah. and they're either they're milking it or they're not working on themselves to get better. There is a point where you go, okay, you know you what, need to you need to suck it up, buttercup. make the
1: effort, and
0: yeah, you mix. need to make the effort. You need to put in the work. Yeah, you can't rely just on the meds. If you're relying just on the meds to feel better,
1: it's not going to happen.
0: You're going to keep maxing out your medication list, and then you're done.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Absolutely. That's my only, that's my last thing, Josh. Nothing. No. Okay. So what I'll say, and, um, this
0: will also be, this was also on the pre-roll before the episode. So you would have heard this already. Uh, if this is something, uh, suicidal, depressed, anything like that, reach out and it sucks to reach out. It really does. (laughs) It is is hard. It is hard. Um, if there's someone you trust that you can reach out to them, if you're more comfortable reaching out to anonymous people, uh, suicide prevention The number there is 1-800-273-8255. They also have for uh, the millennial type people, an online chat service.
1: So That's you can,
0: so yeah, you can call or you can chat. <laughs> you can chat with them online. Wow. So if, if you would rather chat with someone, Anonymously, you don't even have to give your name, and just chat with them online, hmm. you know. And then, like, if if you're like, okay, I'm done, I am no longer comfortable with this, and you can just close out whatever. You, you can you can do that. Hmm. But if, and I recommend this for you too as well. Okay, no no no. Listen 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 listen. What I what I'm recommending to you on the website. So again, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They have training. You know, basic training, you know, on oh, what how you can do to interact. If someone says, hey, I'm suicidal. Hey, I'm depressed. That's it, it, it. Obviously, it's not giving you a medical degree in this, but it's <laughs> it's giving you the proper tools on how to direct that person. Yeah, that's, that's smart. Fair. Yeah. That's... You know, it's because th- the, the reality is you're probably going to know someone else that's in your gonna life go who's going to be that. going through this. That's true for you guys here in the room. That's true for you listening. You might have family members, you might have friends, coworkers,
2: yeah. and,
0: and and they might be hiding it really well right now. But and if you see some weird behavior, like all, like me before I went to the hospital, what did I start doing before I went to the hospital? I started drinking a whole lot more. Hmm. You know, it, it it even got to the point where Larissa, she was like, did she she was like, "What is going on? You are drinking way too much."
3: <laughs> I've never heard her say that.
0: I've never heard her say that. Because I was drinking beyond how I normally drink. Like I was like, I was having a shot, a beer, a shot, a beer. Like (laughs) I was just drinking way more than normal. It It was out of character for me. Yeah. It was out of character enough where she noticed it. Good bartender. You know, you know, it's the same. Like if, you all of a sudden do the same thing, you know. It's like, oh, this is our character for you. Why? Why? What's going on? You know, and yeah. it might be that you just had a really bad day, and you're just like, I, I'm done. I'm I just call. want that extra drink, okay.
2: you know. Right. But uh, that's that's already a given for Aaron. Shut yeah. up! <laughs> i trying to be good, <laughs> and you are. He is. He is so far.
0: Uh, but this wasn't, you know, this, this was a pattern that she was saying. She's like, okay, there's been this uptake in alcohol. So, yeah. So you know, sometimes it's simple things like that that. She, just pay attention for it. Like if you have a Mm clerk you go out to drink with and they normally have like one or two drinks and all of a sudden they're like having five to 10 drinks, something's going on, you know? And of course they might not want to talk about it. Sometimes all you need to be there is just be a person to be there. Let them know that you care.
1: Mm -hmm. That is, yeah, that is a big,
0: that that's a very big thing. Um, it's important because the only way that someone's going to get over this is with people, people, who tried to get better alone and do not have any support at all outside of uh, the doctors, more than likely they're going to end up back in the hospital. More than likely their symptoms are going to get worse and there's a good chance that they will kill themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So support, social support. It's Mm, very important. And I'm thankful every day for you guys. You, Mm -hmm. Aaron, you, Mr. Brewer, Andy, Heather, Pastor Dave, you know, you guys have, you know, this, you know, Andy and Heather, you know, that first weekend after I got back, I was released with the understanding that I would spend time with people the entire time and not be alone Yeah. And, until I started inpatient.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, I did that and Andy and Heather just had me there for the entire weekend. You know, and it was funny talking with Andy later on. He's like, yeah, we, we noticed that you were like, your leg was just always shaking and going, <laughs> you know, he's like, you were never sitting still that entire weekend. I was like, yeah, I was just getting used to my new meds, you know? Mm-hmm. And we went to like a hockey game with his kid. Um, yeah. And I remember you told me about that. And and I like had a panic attack yeah. when I got there because it was the first time I'd been around people and I was literally having a panic attack trying uh. to just calm myself down. <laughs> no. it, it was not fun.
1: Nuts. It's crazy. No.
0: So again, that's suicide prevention lifeline.org, 1 800 273 8255. Chat or Phone call. It's free, confidential, 24 7. So, and hopefully, neither of you two ever need it. Hopefully, I don't ever need it again, but it's there. It is. So, final Mm -hmm. chance. Anything else, guys?
1: I'm good. All right. Brewer, you're good too?
0: I am good. All right. Well, in that case.